I am on this mission to educate women, to be able to dissect some of the decor elements, but sometimes maybe it's as simple as making something for her front door that might change seasonally. Maybe it's something to be able to restore a piece of furniture that was her grandmother's or her mother's that passed away of cancer that she wants to be able to remember her by. But aesthetically, maybe it doesn't fit in well with the environment. I'm going to teach her and walk her through how to be able to bring it and make it new again. So it's all those elements. I love all of them. Lindsay Hitchpeth of Style Blueprint Memphis, your ultimate guide to Memphis lifestyle, says that Amy Howard is so talented she could possibly make a cardboard box spectacular, with mentions, even covers, and some of the most renowned design magazines to name drop. Ellie Decor, traditional home, Amy Howard is the top of her game and quickly becoming the MVP in the design world. She is not only one of the most gracious ladies we've ever met, but she's a designer, a teacher, a wife, a mother, and a friend. We could not be more honored to have her as one of our faces of Memphis. And I'm happy to have Amy Howard, who's my friend, too, with us. Another dear friend, Ellen Ofer, with us today on Mid-South Viewpoint. Ladies, thank you for joining us. Miss Amy, you've got some tears in your eyes right now. It's humbling to hear something like that. I'm just um, Is that the first time you heard that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just grateful to be able to do what I love to do <laughs> and what God's gifted me to. So um, that was interesting to hear that. So thank wow. you for sharing. I know that to be true. You're a very gracious lady. It's amazing. God has just done incredible work in your life. And we're going to talk about that as we unfold the show today. Ellen, you've got a special event at Central Church. Refresh My Friendships, Refresh My Home is the theme, an event coming up on April 25th. You want to kind of give us a little nutshell there? We're going to talk about it throughout the program. Give us a word on bringing Amy Howard for this event. Well, Byron, you know me well, and we are unbelievably thankful and grateful that Amy Howard will be at our next uh, women's event called Refresh um, April the 25th, Thursday at 6 o'clock. And Amy will be speaking. She'll be sharing her testimony. There'll be a a lovely meal. And uh, so people can come and just hear Amy and and enjoy that meal. Also, they're able to purchase an additional ticket, which will allow them to be able to create something that evening and leave with it that's directed and designed by by Amy Howard. So, you know, our heart is ministry and our heart is to point people to the Lord Jesus and also in the midst of pointing them to the one who loves them most, uh, women need to meet together to be refreshed, um, to refresh their walk with Christ, to refresh friendship, to meet a new friend, to invite an old friend to come and hear Amy. Uh, share that night and then also to learn something about refreshing in their home and the lord has gifted her in such amazing ways that she's able to speak into all the things that god has done in her life as well as proper and and unique ways to refresh our homes well i was thinking as a boy in the summer times when i was growing up i was spending time climbing trees and throwing dirt maybe right in my bicycle amy you enjoyed spending time in art classes summer days growing up you remember those classes I did. I not realizing at the time the foundation um, that my mother was doing for my life later by exposing me to everything. While I use that in some of the um, teachings that I do as far as a jack of all trades or a master of none. Um, but she was exposing me to all that, whether it was ballet or tap or painting or guitar, whatever. It gave me a love mm. for the arts. All of them. So I have specifically honed into 
um, more home decor and all of the elements of what that needs to be, whether it's creating your own art or how to treat a wall or a lamp or whatever, because I realize that for most women, her home is an extension of herself. Yes. And so if we can meet that need first, um, we can draw her into that community of creatives within um, God's community of the church. Well, it sounds like your mom and your family life did create that environment for this type of love for arts. Was it your mom or was it a, a famous person, a famous artist or designer or, or someone that you looked up to? It's interesting that you say that because looking back when we were children, my very dear, dear friend uh, was David Gardner, and he went on to be one of the lead animators at Disney. And so we were given the freedom of children. We made videos, and we, um, at the time, they were movies. I worked in the in the library system with making puppets and marionettes, and I did shows, and I helped with children that way. So it was all things creative. We weren't playing video games, and we weren't watching television. We were creating all day long. Our summers were filled with developing and making things and then seeing that come to fruition. So I do believe it was nurtured and developed while I was young. You know, it's interesting when I was young, which I've been in this radio business now since I was 14 years old, many years. But even prior to that, the Sunday comics would come. As a single parent mom, I remember my mom would open those up and I used to love for her to read those comics to me. But as I got old enough to read and, you know, enjoy myself reading comics, I wanted to try to sound like a radio announcer, you know, and try to read those things out loud. And as I developed, and I kind of started getting a love for this kind of field way before I ever started in a radio station. I do believe while it can be nurtured, um, I do believe, and I, and I give God the credit for this all the time. Yeah. It is a gifting that he has given me. And so um, our giftings... Um, and our passions are our purpose. Yeah. I tell everybody that all the time. So I'm just fortunate enough. Mine is in the creative realm. Back in high school, you traveled to Europe, I guess. is a senior trip, was it? I did. Okay. What was it about that environment that you noticed the difference? Because obviously going to Europe is quite different than the what we see here in the United States for the most part. First of all, I mean, it was the architecture. Being in Lucerne and seeing the cobblestone streets and seeing the, the, the buildings and that people live differently, it opens up a whole new world. And so just that little world that we have of, of being in Memphis and our bubbles that we live in to yeah. go and experience another world, a European world, um, it, was, it was like an appetizer for my palate that I needed more. Mm. And it really, to develop it, that was part of why when I first went off into school as far as really studying some art history and seeing what all those artists and everything that that was all about. so I think when we talk about the uh, craftsmanship and architect, we're living in that hurry up and get it done mentality here in the U.S. for the most part. I think we've sacrificed a lot of the beauty and the awe mm-hmm. of this type of magnificent structures and designs you're talking about. You really can tell the difference, Ellen. Absolutely. I married a British citizen. And on David's my first Christmas together, he took me back to England where and to Northern Ireland and to where his family is. And just the the beauty of those mm-hmm. s- small towns, Cambridge, Oxford, the beauty of London, just the richness of this meant so much to me. It means so much to me. Yeah. I think when you talk about bringing that into your home, talk about space, the space that we live in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like I was saying, 
a woman's home is an extension of herself. And so when we invite people over, which I think this whole nesting philosophy is becoming that much stronger and stronger. As far as when I have people over to my home, it's my way to love on them. It's my way of showing them that they're special, that they're very important to me. And so I can do that with my children, as my husband, my friends, whoever comes over. And so while it may not be that woman's strength to be her own interior designer, there are things and elements in her home that I can help guide her through that I say to enjoy the bragging rights with. So I am on this mission to educate women to be able to dissect some of the decor elements, but sometimes maybe it's as simple as making something for her front door that might change seasonally. Maybe it's something to be able to restore a piece of furniture that was her grandmother's or her mother's that passed away of cancer that she wants to be able to remember her by. But aesthetically, maybe it doesn't fit in well with the environment. I'm going to teach her and walk her through how to be able to bring it and make it new again. So it's all those elements. I love all of them. Before the grandeur of Amy Howard Home and your product line that's so nationwide found in Ace Hardware's all over the country, you found yourself as a single parent. You went through some tough times. Yes, and that will be part of the testimony that I will share that evening. We all we all have these dreams and aspirations. And my first marriage I actually married a preacher's kid. I met him at church. Had two small children. But the course kind of turned as far as um, he found out he had cancer and thought he was going to die. And so it really it changed the course of our marriage and how he felt. And I found myself alone and having two little girls and really having to go back and assess what, um, you know, Lord, what did you put me here for? I mean, I, my whole identity was the fact that I was a wife and I was a mother. And I knew I had to become a breadwinner. So I had to figure out what I was passionate about and how God was going to use me. So um, I was fortunate enough to meet my husband along the way, which I won't take this time to share that testimony. But um, I I did have to make some self-assessments and say, what is it that I love? I really, I tell people I'd always been someone's daughter, I'd been someone's wife, and I'd been someone's mother. And I need to figure out who I was and what my giftings were. And it was being creative, design, and those type things were like falling off a rock for me. That was my strike zone. Did you go back to school at that time? I went back to school. Yeah. And so I studied. I studied law and business before. I went back to school and I studied art. My dad really encouraged me to be a teacher, to be a professor, because that was probably the more legitimizing. When your child says, I want to go study art, they're like, (laughs) you can't make a living off of that. So I'm here to tell you that is not true. But I was... I was working um, 30 hours a week. I was taking 18 hours in school. I had two small children. And I will tell you, it was was one of the sweetest times of my life. Mm -hmm. I was exhausted. um, But I was exactly where I was supposed to be. And I, um, the Lord became my husband. I didn't have one. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a sweet time. It really was. And you did something, too, was unique. You graduated from the University of Memphis with a double major, the first time anybody had had a major in art and history together. Is that right? And business. And business. Yes, because I was able to go in and work through the university college and write my own um, the thesis and what I was wanting to learn. I wanted business, and I wanted art. And, and usually they go in two different lanes. Nobody ever puts those together. But any concept at all at that time that there was going to be an Amy Howard home? 
Absolutely not. No. God only is going to reveal what he knows that I can handle at a time. And um, that that came to fruition um, later after after we had done furniture for almost 26 years. Well, do you remember the first pieces of furniture that you restored? I do. I visually see them in my mind. We, um, we had taken $1,000 cash and an old Toyota van with a bad alternator, and we had driven to the uh, Nashville flea market. And um, we would buy furniture, and we knew that that was what we were going to have to restore and turn around and flip. And um, that started a many-year process of that's how we made a living, literally. Uh, often you would be driving down the road, somebody discarded something, and you picked up and said, I can make something out of that. Absolutely. I saw the beauty in it. And that's why it's such a beautiful story about God restoring us. Amen. And how we see the beauty in something that someone threw away and didn't see the value in it anymore. Um, But I see not how it is in that state, but how it could be um, through the process that I take it through. And that's why I joke a lot of times and will tell people, you know, I used to call myself a dumpster diver. But now I'm a curbside chopper. So, <laughs> Don't you love that, Ellen, that picture there? Take a piece of old junk furniture compared to a life that's been used and abused in the world and left on the devil's trash heap. And yet, in Christ, new creation is possible. You know, Christ comes into our lives to change us and to remake us. We were made and, and, and marred because of sin, and, and he remakes us and and each one of us, whether where our past is very um, hard and then others who maybe their past isn't quite as hard, God desires to make beauty out of our lives. And uh, just the testimony of Amy, her life, her mission, uh, it just like I want people to hear her story and more and more people to hear her story. And I certainly uh, wanna, want to be a blessing to her in that way. Let's remind our friends, a special night is coming up with Amy Howard where you can refresh those friendships. You can refresh your home. April 25th, right? April 25th at 6 o'clock. 6 p.m. at Central Church. Absolutely. Tickets are available by going to what, the website? Centralchurch.com slash events. Yes, please come. Amy Howard speaking and dinner, and we're going to have a terrific time. Women from the city are welcome to come. Everything that Central Church Women's Ministry does, we have child care, which we call Kids Club. We have Kids Club for every single thing women's ministry does. We want women who have children. We want older women, women that are single, married, divorced, widowed, um, young women uh, to come and hear this girl that God has gifted in amazing ways. And to hear the message of Christ through her and to hear the message of how to be that creative woman and restore your home and refresh your and refresh your home. How God has led Amy. I just know a little bit of the insight to it. That's why I'm so excited to have Amy on the show today. The way that God orchestrated a relationship with Ace Hardware. I mean, that is an amazing story itself. Can you just share a little bit about that? That's a whole other show. Yeah, it really I will, is. Tell, I will yeah. tell you this. I, it was a Thursday morning early. I was having my quiet time and I was going through experiencing God for the fourth time. And it was very clear to me that the Lord said, I want you to go. Um, This was getting ready for the first uh, convention um, that we were at Ace Hardware. And he said, I want you to go find the CEO of Ace while you're there. And I want you to tell him that this is an answer to his prayer, not yours. And I said, please don't. He's never met me before. He's going to think I'm a fruit loop. Please don't ask me to go do that. And it was like, no, very clearly, you're supposed to do that. 
And so Gene and I were headed to the um, the first ACE convention. Um, Mr. Van Huysen is five foot six, tall, tall drink of water. And I'm, I find him, Gene and I, this is the third day of the convention, I went up to him and we're squeezing hands. My whole staff knew that I was having to be obedient to go tell him this. And I said, Mr. Van Huysen, you know, my name is Amy Howard. We're here for the first time at Ace Hardware. And um, and I shared with him how I had made a video about restoring furniture and how God restores us. And I told him about the paint line and that we were here. And I said, and I was in my quiet time and I was going through experiencing God. And the Lord very clearly told me that I was supposed to tell you that this was an answer to your prayer, not mine. And he said, wow. And he stood there very stoic. And he said, did you know that I was going to leave Ace Hardware and become a pastor at Willow Creek Church? And I said, no. And he said, um, I'm not a crier. But he said, I tell you what, I am. Um, I don't know that I've ever had anybody tell me this, but that you have really touched me. And we've become really good friends ever since. And I, I go back to what if, what if I didn't, what if I hadn't listened to what the Lord told me? Yes. What if I had been saying this was just me? And it's like, no, God has orchestrated every step along the way. And I think when we put our yes on the table and when we are willing to do whatever he tells us to do, no matter how crazy it sounds, then that's when we can truly be blessed. And that's when. Uh, the turn of events of our life are orchestrated in such a way that it blesses others and other people are in awe of continuing to see God. So, you know, that's the story of my life <laughs> and it makes people chuckle and laugh and say, this is only you. And I'm like, no, I believe we're all this way. Yes, I believe we can all experience God in that way, but we've got to get out of our safe little zones and step out with our yes on the table and then just watch God work. And you mentioned Gene a couple of times, your wonderful husband. Amazing. What role does Gene play in the business? Um, he does whatever he needs to do. <laughs> um, he's more operationally um, involved as far as manager and execution of vision. And um, now we're bringing our son in along the way. And we, our, our new daughter-in-law, we're bringing in along the way because we work you know, a lot of people don't know, but I've been working with women that have been in human trafficking now for um, about a year and a half, and we are helping them with jobs and making candles. And so um, our son and daughter-in-law share that same um, burden with us yes. on how to be difference makers. So um, it's kind of exciting. It's becoming a family affair. I want to go back to mentioning Gene Howard and his parents, Gene mm-hmm. Sr. and Miss Betty, I remember them when I was a brand-new believer in Christ, was a junior in high school. Gene Howard was teaching high school boys, and he did for many, many years. He did. Oh, my goodness. And the fact that he had one of the most incredible businesses here, Haven Furniture, the quality. I mean, you know, furniture today, for the most part, in stores, when you go by, to find quality is another thing. He believed in family. He believed in providing quality furniture that could be passed down and pieces that could be treasured. Part of this whole philosophy i guess you know it was funny when gene and i had met and we were dating and he was like what is it that you want to do and i said i just i would really like to design furniture and sell it and he said what else would you like to do and i said why and he said well i have toted furniture my entire life the whole idea of getting married was to be able to leave all that and do something else and sad sadly for 26 years 
We manufactured furniture. Um, so he never got Gosh. away from those carcinogenics. Oh, that's right. Well, God had been preparing right. him too, right? Oh, mm. my. So how often do you team up with people like Ellen Ofer and do events like this for ladies? You know, I've had the opportunity out of town um, where I've been asked to speak. And um, it, it's an exciting, exciting time for me to be able to do something in Memphis Um and speak to these ladies. This is my heartbeat. I mean, the whole concept of being able to have a heart gathering to where things that are important to us, our homes, our friendship, having community, um, pressing pause on life and being able to get together and do that. It's, it's very exciting for me because a lot of times with business, I don't get to share my testimony. People don't want to combine business and faith. It's like they think that has to live in, you know, two mm-hmm. different areas. So I love being able to share my successes and my failures and the walk that God has taken me on and share my testimony. Because a lot of people look at me as a businesswoman or maybe they know products or things that I've developed, but they don't know my journey. And knowing my journey and being very transparent and being very open and honest not only encourages them, it's like a B12 shot. They're yeah. like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to get this in gear. I'm going to change the course of my life, and this is what I'm going to do. That's part of my desire in doing this. Some of this is, I believe, is completely the Holy Spirit. Um, When you marry ministry with people across all kinds of lines for the name of Jesus, um, God blesses that. Um, my, My executive administrator came to me and said, I don't know that you know this person, but I need you to know this person right away. And this is what we need to do. And and my team, both my lay team and my staff, we pray about everything, whatever Bible study I'm teaching, whatever discipleship I'm leading. We pray about an an event that we would do. And I said, well, Refresh is coming up. She said, I have the person for you that we need to invite to Refresh. Refresh is a conference we that just we do uh, out of our own church. and But again, most of our events, you know, are from women from all over the city as women, as well as women from various churches. And when God lays something on your heart, you want the servant of the Lord that needs to speak that time for this hour to be able to share her testimony, her ministry, her life. And uh, I'm so blessed by this new friendship. That is so great. You know, ladies, on the 25th, the topic is refresh friendships, refresh homes. But I was thinking we have those listening that have broken friendships. They're living in homes that are full of pain. And they've tried in the past to refresh these areas of their life. It's just too difficult. You know, God made us to be relational. And one of the enemy's things that he uses is isolation. And he wants to be able to get us isolated and through pain and thinking that things can't change. And that is just not true. One of the first things we need to have in the healing process is we need community. We need safe, sweet relationships. And that's going to come through a body of believers that are going to love unconditionally and that are going to be there for you. There's no motive. Their motive is not anything other than I want to be there for you. And so a lot of women have been hurt by the church, whether through family or friends or whatever. And and a time to be able to come back and say, I want to hear what she has to say. I want to I want to hear about my home. I want to hear about to decorate. I want to be able to make something and enjoy the bragging rights from it. <laughs> but um, but they're also going to see they need that community desperately. So yeah. we've all been there. I've been there. I have been there to where 
I couldn't put mascara on because my eyes hurt so bad. I'd cried so much. Mm-hmm. Being on my knees wasn't enough. I had to be on my face. But um, one of the one of the scriptures that Jean and I claimed was the Lord will restore what the locusts have eaten. And we have to be able to claim that, go in with the promises of God and say, I am moving forward. The Lord didn't create me to sit here and wallow in what I can't change, but I know that he has a plan for my life and the enemy isn't going to take or rob any of that from me, but I'm going to get up, but we need community. And we need a relationship with Christ and we need healthy relationships with one another that helps us in that healing process. We need community. We want to invite people to come and, and be a part of that in the beginning stage of that April 25th. You mentioned a project. Can you tell us what project you're going to work on, or is that a surprise? It's a surprise, but it's not a surprise. So, I mean, you know, um, signs are really big in people's homes. Um, I love being able to have signs where people can, whether you can put a scripture on it, whether you can put a word that's important to you, that you can look at it and meditate on it, and it inspires you. So we are going to have these beautiful signs that people are going to be able to have and take home with them, that we're going to show them how to be able to um, put whatever words or verses or whatever that they want on it, and then how they can change it out later. So yes, they will have a beautiful, beautiful sign that they're going to be taking home. Ellen, give us details again how ladies can get these tickets, and they need to hurry up and do that too. Yeah, centralchurch.com slash events, or call my office, 901-255-8113, the women's office at Central Church, so we can be a part of hearing her speak and the meal. And then an additional fee, if you would like to make the special thing that she's describing right now that you can create, you'll that will be for an additional price. You can buy those tickets online though, centralchurch.com slash events. Ladies, you're gonna want to come, you're gonna want to do it, you're gonna want to bring a friend. So make sure you come, refresh those friendships, refresh your home. Central Church's special girls' night out. Sorry guys, you can't come. But I'll tell you what, if guys want to see something spectacular, you have a showroom here in town, don't you? Don't you have a place where people can come and see some of your work? Well, we have our offices at Broad and Hollywood, um, which is in the kind of the art, up-and-coming art district. And we do have events there. We um, Actually, my husband and I love to do one on communication. Maybe we'll have to do something like that at, um, at Central. But, um, but it, it, people can come by. Uh, we have a second Tuesday, I mean, a second Saturday every month um, that they can come in and hear what we're about. Um, and we'll tell them more about the story of a maker studio. And Amy, what's that website for you? We have two websites. One, amakerstudio.com. That's plural makers. And then um, Amy Howard Home. Okay, ladies, thank you so much for what you both are doing for Christ's kingdom. Thanks for being our guest today. We love you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I do appreciate you stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> 